Section 2 of Excerpts from a Bibliography of the Work of Mark Twain, Samuel Langhorne Clemens. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Books, 1880-1889 A Tramp Abroad Illustrated by W. F. R. Brown, True Williams, B. Day, and other artists with also three or four pictures made by the author of this book, without outside help. In all, 328 illustrations by Mark Twain, Samuel L. Clemens, sold by subscription only, Hartford, Connecticut, American Publishing Company, published March 13, 1880. The engraved frontispiece of Mark Twain in this book showed spots during its first printing. It was therefore re-engraved for further use. The original plate shows the fine underlying lines vertical, while on the remade plate they are oblique. The caption for the pictorial frontispiece was originally Moses, and later changed to Titian's Moses. 1880, A Tramp Abroad by Mark Twain, author of The Innocents Abroad, The New Pilgrim's Progress, etc. In two volumes, Volume 1, Volume 2, London, Chatto and Windus, All Rights Reserved. 1882, The Prince and the Pauper, A Tale for Young People of All Ages by Mark Twain, with 192 illustrations. Boston, James R. Osgood and Company. This collation is of the regularly published edition. There was a specially printed number, variously stated to be from 6 to 20, on China or India paper for Mr. Clemens personally, a copy of which I have not had opportunity to inspect. Copyrighted October 13, 1881, filed in Washington December 12, 1881. 1881. The Prince and the Pauper, A Tale for Young People of All Ages by Mark Twain, Samuel L. Clemens, with 190 illustrations. London, Chatto and Windus, All Rights Reserved. Published December 1, 1881, almost two weeks before the American issue. 1882. The Stolen White Elephant, etc., by Mark Twain. Publisher's Seal, Boston, James R. Osgood and Company. Copyrighted April 29, 1882. Copies filed at Washington June 12, 1882. 1882. The Stolen White Elephant, etc., by Mark Twain, Samuel L. Clemens. London, Chateau, and Windus, all rights reserved. Contents identical with American edition. Published June 10, 1882, a day or so previous to the American issue. 1882. Date 1601 conversation as it was by the social fireside in the time of the tudors imprint page eleven reads done at ye academy press m d c c c l x x x i i this has been privately printed in small editions several times but the copy described above is presumably the first edition as it came direct from stormfield to me it is, however, just possible that some borrower of the original manuscript may have surreptitiously put it in type before 1882. Witness the following extracts from letters from John Hay to one Gunn of Cleveland dated in 1880. Here it is. It was written by Mark Twain in a serious effort to bring back our literature and philosophy to the sober and chaste Elizabethan standard. The proposition which you make to pull a few proofs of the masterpiece 
is highly attractive, and, of course, highly immoral. I cannot properly consent to it, and I am afraid the great man would think I was taking an unfair advantage of his confidence. Please send back the document as soon as you can, and if in spite of my prohibition you take these proofs, save me one. The italics are mine. 1883. Life on the Mississippi by Mark Twain. With more than three hundred illustrations, sold by subscription only. Boston, James R. Osgood and Company. Copyrighted January 18, 1883. Copy filed in Washington, May 17, 1883. The first copies contained a plate, page 441, showing Mark Twain in flames, which was omitted at the request of Mrs. Clemens in further printings of same title-page date. 1883. Life on the Mississippi by Mark Twain, with over three hundred illustrations, London, Chatto and Windus, all rights reserved. Published May 12, 1883, some days before the American issue. 1883. The New Guide of the Conversation in Portuguese and English in Two Parts by Pedro Carolino, First American Edition, reprinted verbatim et literatum, with an introduction by Mark Twain. Boston, James R. Osgood and Company. The only copy printed in England I have seen was issued by Routledge and bore the date of 1884. Two articles captioned Portuguese-English appeared in the Californian magazine in 1864, commenting upon this same work by Pedro Carolino, José de Fonseca. The comments give no evidence of having been written by Mark Twain, but it is highly probable that in his capacity as assistant editor of the magazine he obtained the book and was moved to write his later effusion. 1885. Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer's Comrade seen the mississippi valley time forty to fifty years ago by mark twain with one hundred and seventy-four illustrations new york charles l webster and company an edition of thirty thousand was printed and a number of copies for agents were bound up when the illustration on page two hundred and eighty-three disclosed a defect of such nature that it became necessary to correct the plate and substitute a new sheet for that page the copies in the agent's hands were recalled as far as possible and destroyed. However, it is said that a few of the original copies still exist. 1884. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer's Comrade, seen the Mississippi Valley, time forty to fifty years ago, by Mark Twain, Samuel L. Clemens, with a hundred and seventy-four illustrations, London, Chatto and Windus, all rights reserved. Published December 10, 1884, three days before an American copy was received at Washington. 1885. Funny Fellows. Funniest book of all. My copy lacks the title page, so I cannot give much correct information about the book. It was published by Rhodes and McClure, Chicago, April 7, 1885. The Mark Twain items are Mr. Beecher's Farm, pages I to III, and Mark Twain's Remarkable Gold Mines, page 6. The first item appeared in Curious Dream, London, 1872, but the latter I have not found elsewhere. 1887. English, As She Is Taught, 
being genuine answers to examination questions in our public schools collected by carolyn b leroux with a commentary thereon by mark twain london t fisher unwin the american book published under the same title in eighteen eighty seven has castle and company's imprint and carries only the five-line quotation from mark twain referred to above the entire mark twain article was first published in book form in the united states in nineteen hundred but without the leroux compilation eighteen eighty eight mark twain's library of humor illustrated by e w kemble new york charles l webster and company this book consists entirely of reprints from previous books with the exception of the compiler's apology page v and warm hair page seven this latter paragraph is attributed to mark twain in the first printing but the author's name was later omitted from the page first editions of eighteen eighty eight had the table of contents in page numerical order later corrected to alphabetical order a slightly darker cloth was also used in the binding of later issues under the same general title harper's issued in nineteen o six men and things women and things the primrose way and a little nonsense all being equally barren of first edition material for mark twain at least eighteen eighty nine a connecticut yankee in king arthur's court by mark twain new york charles l webster and company copyrighted august seventh eighteen eighty nine copy filed in washington december fifth eighteen eighty nine the english edition issued by chatto and windus and published december sixth eighteen eighty nine end of section two books eighteen eighty to eighteen eighty nine